0: And so, with the cup held high, the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football champions for 1949. All oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need.
1: <laughs> Dimpsey hits Darren fair. Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Column Coyle hitting Infinity. Hello, listeners, and you're very welcome to another edition of the We Are Me podcast. On an absolutely stunning weekend, weather-wise, absolutely incredible. It's Davy and Mickey Bryan here with you as always. And uh, Davy, have you been enjoying your uh, the weather this weekend? It's just immaculate.
0: Yeah, I've been out working on the tan, Mickey. Um, yesterday and today, so I was class. It was unbelievable, and I think. It's gas, it puts everybody in so much better form. You know, I know there was a lot of people flocking to the beach and that, and I suppose the restrictions somewhat lifted. People can now get out and about a little bit more um and, and get to Betty's town and Gormanstown and a few other places in, in the Royal County to enjoy. So yeah, it was great. You're you're out and about yourself, judging by the colour Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say, Davy, you must be in a pearly lit room because I can't see no tan I, there. I am, more, I which am just surprising. I'm... Try and turn that on. Um, <laughs> no, no, you don't. You don't have to show me. It's okay. <laughs> because the next time I see you, don't worry, you'll have brushed it up with um with, with a bit of tropical or something like that, um from a bottle.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've been out in it as well. I did my first six k or today? So I did this morning. Got up and uh, did a first my first six k. It's four minutes on, one minute off. David just turns off the light. He wanted to show me that click you heard was the light going back off. He just wanted to show me that the tan is being worked on. But uh, yeah, it's four minutes on and a minute off. So um, yeah, it was tight going, David.
0: So that's that's four minutes a kilometer, and then a K off, and then a K on again, is it?
1: No, it's four minute four minutes uh, running as fast running. as you can. Okay, yeah, and then you take a minute walking, or you take a minute break, and then you go again. Uh, and you do another four minutes flat out. my flat out is probably a lot of people's you know brisk walk at this stage. Um, but uh, look, we'll get there. we'll get there and uh, the reason why we're doing this, Davey, is because of course it's 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 so near and yet it feels so far away. but we are going to be going back to training and back to the back to the the green fields of of all our GEA clubs very soon.
0: Uh, yeah, look, yeah, I suppose the underage are back from tomorrow, Mickey, you know, tomorrow evening, uh, that that's boys, girls, all, all underage up to minor, and then uh, the Intercounty were obviously back this time last week or, or last Monday, so um, I suppose the club players are the ones now waiting in the lurch, and I think, you know, the hope and expectation is sometime in May, I think they're probably angling towards the end of May, but hopefully we'll hear a little bit more. In uh, in the next few days or weeks ahead, because um, as you say, we're not we're not far away. I think we're, we're we're very close.
1: Yeah, we're definitely getting very close. And you know, something that makes it even closer is the fact that we have fixtures now for our intercounty te- intercounty teams, the hurlers and the footballers. And the hurlers are going to be out, and um, the first week they're going to be playing in Park Tolchin at two pm against Offaly, and that is on the. Uh, it is, I think it's the Sunday, is it? Um, it yeah. is on the Sunday, the 9th at 2 two o'clock in Park Palsham. Um Don't think we're going to be allowed to have any crowds at these games though early on, Davy.
0: No, I don't think so, Mickey. I think it's going to be much the same as it was last year, unfortunately, for Intercounty. I'd imagine it will be, you know, right through to the championship. I'd, I'd like to hope that maybe by the time club football rolls around in, in August or September time, that maybe... Crowds will be allowed back in in some capacity in that, but uh, yeah, I think it'll be behind closed doors for the time being. All right.
1: Yeah. So our hurlers out on the um, the ninth, and that is at two p.m. in Park and against Offaly. Of course, didn't have too much luck against Offaly last year, so we're hoping for a bit better this year. Um, in round one of the football, um, it is going to be. I'm just trying to look down through my fixtures here. I think. I think it's. Um, I think it's Westmead. Yeah, Westmead on the 16th of May. And that one again is in Park-Tolchon at 3.45. The Hurlers are out again on the Saturday, the 15th. And that is against um, Wicklow. And that game is going to be in Ockram at 3 o'clock on the Saturday. So the footballers out then on the Sunday, getting their um, National Football League off to uh, an absolute stormer when it comes to, you know, we're playing against Westmead. This game... Davy, you know, down through the years and, and over the last number of years, even though Westmead may have declined, you, you just can't take for anything for granted in a, in a local derby like that.
0: No, it's always close against them, you know, and I think we still, we're still stinging from that defeat in the Leinster semi-final a few years ago, you know, up in Crow Park so um, I think the nature of the league this year as well, Mickey, you know, the first game is really going to set the tone for for everybody um, if you win it, you're, you're looking up and you're looking to win another game to guarantee a semi-final spot, if you lose it you probably need uh you probably need two wins from your last two i suppose to guarantee that that semi final place or to avoid finishing in the bottom two and i mean the the whole thing about the um the second tier is obviously going to come in next year so by playing by let's say god forbid me the relegated to division 3 this year that would put on a heap of pressure uh going in and looking at the championship next year because if we're still in division 3 by the time championship rolls around in 2022 we won't actually be in the All-Ireland series. So that's yeah. how serious it could potentially be. But, Lucas, I, I think it's all down to that first game. I think that's going to set the tone for both. And good to have home advantage. I know probably me, supporters, won't be there. But but it's always nice to have them in Nav. And I think it, it gives us a little bit of uh,
1: an advantage, hopefully. Yeah, and the second game, the footballer's second game, is in the Athletic Grounds in Armagh. And uh, that will see me taking on down at 3.45 on the 23rd. That's Sunday, the 23rd of May. And, of course, this game was moved to the athletic rounds because Down lost home advantage, Davey. The funny thing about this is that it's further to travel for Mead, So it's more of a hamper in early, so it is.
0: that's it's funny you say that because it's actually come up in our Instagram questions this week from uh, <laughs> one of the listeners. So we, we might come back to that. But, yeah, it's crazy. Like, if they were going to punish Down for, for their breach, why didn't they just give Mead another home game? Like, that would have been the easiest option, but obviously not.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, um, we wish them the very best. Of course, their last game... Will be against Mayo and uh, we'll get to that fixture uh, later in, uh, in the next couple of weeks.
0: Lush, beautiful grass shouldn't be limited to GA pitches. At Husqvarna, we have the perfect solution. Silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near silent cutting of a Hooskvarna Auto Mower. Smart home compatible, and if that is in your cup of tea, Auto Mower from your phone. Automore also brings new meaning to Greenfingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised Automore dealer, on 046 955 1910 or in-store in Clonard, County Mead.
1: Davy, as well, just something we want to um, give a huge mention to before we go on is this Cycle for Emer, we, we talked about it last week. And uh, you know the, what I think is absolutely fantastic is that the, the whole county have, have rode in behind this. We saw uh, the videos of Bernard Flynn out walking. We saw the videos of Andy McEntee out running the beach. And um, you know, there's people from all over the county getting involved with this. The Mead Hurlers, of course, have got involved with it. And they're going to try and score a thousand consecutive points. Um, uh, for this cause, and you know everybody doing their bit and doing their bit in their own way.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. It's a, it's absolutely brilliant. You know that, that everyone's rode in behind uh, the fundraiser and that. And I know Graham Garrett he was out and about on his bike as well today. I think he did twenty five k on the bike. So great to see him out too, as part of obviously the mid twenties management as well. And Bernard was out for his um his walk yesterday. He was just saying that. He's a good bit behind Andy McAtee in terms of um, fitness. He's <laughs> struggling to walk it, whereas Andy's running 10K a day for 10 days. Yeah. But um, lookers, it's brilliant, you know, and they're all doing their own bits and it's very unique. Even the hurlers, as you say, Mickey, doing their thousand consecutive points, you know, it's they're all doing different things, which is great. And um, I think the, the fundamentals of it is, is about right. And um, obviously the mid-20s, not to forget as well, are, are doing yeah. a serious amount of running as we speak as well. So, yeah, best of luck to them as they finish off next week.
1: Yeah, well done and kudos to Fergal Lynch who is really promoting this and pushing it on at the minute. Um, him and Boards Mill uh, doing Trojan work to get it out there. So anybody out there who can uh, donate a few bob over the last year and a half um, or since the start of the lockdown the Mead supporters have got behind every uh, uh, fundraising mission across the count- or across the country never mind uh, the county and 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 it's time that you know we we, we got behind one of our own and, and, and someone so special as emer Murray. So um yeah absolutely brilliant work and we wish them the very best with that. Go to uh GoFundMe page. Uh, go to the GoFundMe page. It's Cycle for Eimear on GoFundMe and you'll find that. Go to Boardsmill, Fergal Lynch, GA Mead, Mead hurlers, any of them. It's all over social media. Get in there. Throw five or throw ten or throw twenty. Throw whatever you can. And to raise money for for Reamer and uh, we're all going to get behind that. Um, Davy, uh, just before we move on, um, to talk about our our Patreon uh, uh, podcast that we have coming up. Uh, we, look, we're delighted uh, as always. Just to give a mention to our sponsors, we have Huskvana, uh, P. R. Coin and Sons over there in Clonard. But we're delighted to be partnered up with Q. Kangaroo, who are just it's a fantastic, fantastic app out there for anybody who wants to, um, you know, go and, g- g- you know, get their food from a, not the usual places. This this one has everything on it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Mickey. The Q Kangaroo is the safe, convenient uh, way to get tasty local food fast. I suppose that's the key. And um, you can select from a number of local menus in cafes, restaurants. And more in your area, and prepay on the app so you can skip the queue and collecting or have it delivered to you. Obviously, in the times we live in at the minute, making with queuing and everything, it's it's a nice advantage to have that there. And um, the app's available to use right across Mead, and has now gone live in Dubai and and indeed Retol. And um, you get a, f- a special five euro when you spend twenty euro or more. All you have to do is use the discount code We Are Me at the checkout. That's We Are mead. One word in capital letters, that's key. Um, Low food, hey, Q and Kangaroo is the app for you. Download now on the App Store and Play Store.
1: Yeah, Q Kangaroo, absolutely brilliant. Both of us have used this, both of us are fans of it. Um, and I think all of the other um, apps that I would have been using uh, before, I'm getting rid of them because this one is just brilliant. Um, and there's there's a couple of different options for payment as well. You can have credit on your Q Kangaroo account or you can use your card when you get to the checkout, which is brilliant as well. And, you know, so you can just have your credit on your account to go straight in. You don't have to put in your 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 card details or start going through CV2 codes and all this and whatever i think it's a brilliant app and and both of us spoiled each other or spoiled spoiled ourselves not each other during the week you uh you you had a nice little takeaway there
0: yeah i i got a pizza and the sister had a garlic pizza bread as well so it was the two of us and i sent you a picture you know and i said discount code we are mead and then you sent me back and i said just finish mine myself (laughs) but uh, i suppose i i love the fact when you go into an app mickey and you you know you select what you want and then you put in the discount code and magically a fiver just disappears it's just fast. brilliant isn't it
1: uh, <laughs> I swear I, I, it was funny because I I, um, uh, I ordered from Little Sicily there in Navin and the pizzas are just a diaper so they are um, homemade pizzas but um, and, and, and I got a, a a burger as well which was just oh amazing but as you said that five euro coming off at the end when I uh, when I went in you know I was like "Well, will I order something else <laughs> um but yeah so look again we want to thank you kangaroo for coming on board great partnership there and uh, we we want it to continue um everybody out there get on that app order from your local takeaways it's gone live in Dunboyne and ratoto and um it won't it won't be long before it's live in navan when when uh, when all the restaurants and and uh, and such open up but uh, there are a few there that you can order from from navan if you're from navan Across the county. It's going to be coming to you very, very soon. But uh, yeah, use QCANGAROO and use the, the discount code WEARMEAD, all one word, at the checkout and all capitals. Davey, just want to speak about our Patreon podcast that we're doing at the moment. and one of the ones that I wanted to speak to you. It's coming out this week and I think it's just in time uh, for, uh, you know, for, for the return to play and whatever. It's our Ask coffee. Um, uh, podcast and it, of course David Goff, the referee, our inter-county referee and one of the best referees in the country, if, if not the best um, uh, has decided that he will come on board with us and every so often we're going to have the Ask Goffy podcast and uh, this one he speaks about the new rules and then he asks answers a load of questions from the listeners which is absolutely brilliant because these new rules not everybody is aware of them at the minute
0: No, we we spoke about them about six weeks ago or eight weeks ago, maybe ourselves when they first came out. But there was a lot of grey areas with them, you know, and stuff. And it was just really, really interesting to get the reasoning and I suppose the understanding behind each and every one of the rules. And I was just talking to you off air, Mickey. The thing I love about David and how is how honest he is with with the rules. If he doesn't sort of agree with a rule, he's not afraid to say it and say, well, Jesus, I don't know. But this one, like he said in his own words, he'd be in favor of ripping up the whole rule book in the GA and <laughs> starting afresh. You know, he just says it's, it's ridiculous the way it's gone. But um, nonetheless, it, it's a really, really good educational podcast out there for anybody who's playing or watching GA because at least you'll be up to date now on what's happening and when it's happening. And um, the questions were really interesting. I suppose there were common enough questions from listeners who are going to games, you know, years and years, but there's still a few sort of grey areas around certain rules, and David did his best to to describe them. Um, He wasn't happy about knocking in the slaying best 10 as well, Mickey, I think it's worth saying, but um, yeah, he says he only played for the first year. I think his brother was more hard done by than he was, in fairness, but he said he enjoyed it nonetheless.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was a really good uh, um, uh, exercise. I always call it an exercise when we're picking out a 10 best from a club, because it is. It's... uh, there's a lot of research that goes into it and there's a lot of thought and, and emphasis uh, on 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 the credentials for going into our 10 best. You know, we have to look at players who have played the majority of the year whatever. and whatever. You know, while Goffy only played that one year, Davey, he was exceptional that one year. <laughs> I don't know, was he, Mickey? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably too young to remember that so year. I think so. Um, oh yeah, absolutely brilliant! But yeah, that is an absolutely brilliant um, uh, podcast. Again, if you haven't signed up, it is uh, Patreon forward slash We Are Mead, and you'll get our um, uh, our David Goff our Ask Goffy podcast and another podcast that we've got coming up this week, Davy. It was a suggestion from one of our listeners. It is the Veterans Team, and um, just just to clarify, I did not. I did not pick. I did not uh, come up with the idea of a veterans team, so I didn't. But um, you know, one of our one of our listeners said it because there are a lot of guys um, in their late thirties and early forties, and some of them even in their late forties, that are still talking out for their clubs and still do a job. And you know, it's going to be really cool to give them the recognition they deserve for you know a lifetime service, really.
0: Absolutely, Mickey. You know, because we're always talking about the young players in this podcast and. You know how influential they are in their clubs nowadays. I think it's important to probably recognise and, as you say, acknowledge the work and, and service that these lads have given their clubs down through the years and indeed counties. Um, there is a couple of stipulations because I think you've probably nailed it. There, there could be lads like, I know, Trevor Coyne, for us, nearly 50 years of age, he's still playing about a second team football. We, we did have to put a couple of rules and regulations in place, otherwise it'd just get out of hand. What we said we do is, it has to be somebody who is playing first-team football up until last year, so
1: no, I want to clarify you made up this rule purely so that I wouldn't make it into your team, Davey. Um, <laughs> well,
0: yeah, well, yeah, first of all, you're not playing in the county, Mickey, uh, and second of all, yes, you weren't playing first team football, but um, no, th- this was a rule because, like,
1: I'll have you know, I trained with Simonson's first team all of last year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, um, three, quarters, three quarters of the year, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, but but look, because we we like we've we've been pretty impartial with it, and we've we've tried to include as many clubs and players as possible and um, there's some you know interestingly enough and we'll reveal all the ages of the players as well when we go but the average age of the team literally is about 40 years of age i've been going through lads and they're 37 and they're just too young they just don't get in they're too young mickey so i, I think the average age is probably 39 40 years of age but it's a, it's a really good team high quality team and lads who i'd expect all to be soldier and still this year
1: and no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just really, you know, annoyed about it. Like, you know, um, would I have made your team, baby, if I had played one minute of of, of football last year? I did play first team football last year but as you said it wasn't for Simonson um, but if I played one minute would I have made him? It depends. I need your recognition Davey.
0: Mickey it depends what you'd have done in the minute to to probably justify selection. Um, <laughs> I, do, I don't know I don't know we'll, we'll come back to that when we're doing the podcast I'm sure that'll be a contentious one but yeah good, good crack is always picking that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is going to be a really good one, and uh, you know, as we said, a lot of stalwarts of clubs are going to get a mention in that podcast. And of course, we're continuing our ten best since 2010. And up next is a uh, Castle Town um, GAA, so that as well is going to be a really, really uh, uh, good podcast. Of course, they've had mixed fortunes over the last couple of years, to say the least.
0: Oh, absolutely! Like I suppose the 2018-2019 comparison, or sorry, 2019-2020 comparison was was it in spades you know won a division three league in uh, 2019 got to a championship semi-final beaten extra time by the champions knobber and then last year just a just a complete disaster for them and relegated down to junior football um, which was unthinkable you know 12 months previous but as you say they've had a they've had a plethora of absolutely quality players down through the last 10 years and, and further beyond so yeah really looking forward to doing that mickey Um, they are a good club out in out, out just past Simonstown, as you, as you'll know, you'll know a few of them, and I, am yeah. well aware of their credentials as well.
1: So yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, really well. Uh, we'll move on, Davey, and I suppose it's time to do our Lotto segment. So I presume all of the PROs have been in touch early with you this week. And um, we won't mention Colin O'Brien. Let's call him out of the <laughs> They
0: have. Um, Manalvi GFC have been first up as always. They're, they're very punctual. In fairness to Paul Green out there. Um. 10, oh, just,
1: damn, why wouldn't they be with, with, with a 10,000 jackpot? <laughs> yeah, absolutely,
0: yeah. That, and that's that probably links into Collins nicely as well. But yeah, 10,000 euro jackpot. It's capped at currently reserve. increased to 4,900 this week. Jackpot takes place tomorrow night, Monday. You can play that online at manalvigfc.ie or on the Club Force app. Um, Ballonabraki, GFC, they had no winner meaning um, their jackpot rolls on to €4,600 plus their €1,500 bonus ball. You can play online via club force. Um, Dunshockland and Royal Gales are still going strong too, Mickey. Um, they had no jackpot winner of their €13,000 um, lotto draw last week, but they had eight match-three winners who all got €25 Euro each. <laughs> the, the reserve increased to €9,800 this week, um, with the draw taking place Monday, April 26th at 8.30pm live on Facebook. Ball and Lock GFC, they are moving on to 2,900 this week. Um, They had no jackpot winner, obviously, last week. They had uh, a match tree winner who was Fiona Curran. She received €100 for her troubles. So that's Ball and Lock who are back up and running these days. Longwood are another one. Uh, They were recently cleaned, but they're starting to build up gradually with €1,700 next week. It takes place on April 26th as well, and you can play that one. Um, on longwoodga.ie Navajo Mahanis, um, who <laughs> now <Navidomahnees. laughs> <laughs> um, 5750 is their next draw. Um, it takes place every Tuesday from 8 pm. Um, live from the clubhouse there in Navajo Mahanis, and GFC are another one, 5475 jackpot, not one, which means theirs rolls on to 5500 euro on the button uh, next week. Um, every Tuesday night um, and they just said thank you for your continued support both in the Envelope and in the Club Force app spot prizes are available for collection in Smith's shop um, Alan Tormey and Gail Colin Kill theirs still going at 12,000 which it's currently capped at every Thursday night next one up is from Dunsany GAA theirs is also capped at 10,000 they had no winner of their last week's one 19, 20, 23 and 28 so all high numbers which is generally People who are involved in lottos around the county will know that high numbers means the probability of it being won is significantly less as well. So they they had a safe enough week that week. And Minolte GFC somehow still going as well at 15,000 for the 10th week in a row, Mickey. yeah. Um, Draw takes place every Sunday night at 9 p.m. And they just uh, would like to thank the We Are Me podcast for all the promotion that we give the Minolte GFC lotto as well.
1: Yeah, their their um jackpot is really outstanding. Fifteen thousand, and it's as you said, ten weeks. It's on the go. Um, I usually have a feeling in me waters every Sunday that it's going to be us. No feeling in me waters this week, Davey. So uh, that could be a good sign for us.
0: Yeah, Absolutely, Mickey. Yeah, and uh, they're getting a great spin out of it. So, so best of luck to them out there in Minolte. Um, From Conrad GFC, 8,400, one of the big ones as well. Theirs takes place every Tuesday night, and you can play that one online via the Smart Lotto, or you can drop envelopes into the Clubhouse Postbox. Kilskier, it takes place once every two weeks. But as it turns out, this Tuesday night is the next lotto, so the 27th of April. It's a €10,000 jackpot, so it's well worth playing on the Club Force app as well. Kieran Devani in Blackhall Gales, theirs also takes place every two weeks, so there's their next draw doesn't take place until Monday week, which is the 3rd of May, €5,400 there. Another jackpot that's at €5,400 is Kilmainham GFC, and it takes place every Monday. Again, Club Force app for that one. Um, next one up is from Oldcastle GFC, and it's 11,800 euros, so one of the few that's over 10,000 but also still rising. Uh, every Wednesday night, another one on the Club Force app. My own cartoon GFC, 5,700 euro for Jackpot, uh, every Friday night at 10 pm live on Facebook. And um, we've also got another retro jersey to give away this Friday night. Um, Clonard GFC, 5,300 live on Facebook every Monday at 8 pm. Curaha, 2,100. It takes place every Monday evening on Facebook as well. You can play that one at Ga.com forward slash draws. And the final one on my list, Mickey, is from Screen GFC. Um, they had no winner of last week's jackpot, meaning that next week's rolls on to 10,000 euro Um, and it takes place on, could be tonight, Mickey, could be the 25th of April. Uh,
1: so it could be tonight in Screen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's brilliant, Davey. All of these jackpots, are not to be sneezed at. And, and you know, get in and, and, and get your lotto slips from each of these clubs because, like, even, even Curaha 2,100. Jesus Christ, I wouldn't mind 2,100 in my back pocket or Ballon Lock at 2,900. Or minority at 15,000. But there's a lot of them in around... 10,000 mark, and here's another one from Central Stone Declan Kinsler. Uh, thanks again for getting in contact with us. You can do the Central Stone lotto on Smart Lotto. Uh, go to their website, and you'll find the Smart Lotto. But, um, uh, central Stone's at 9,600 jackpot, not one last week. Simon Stones is still ahead of Navin and He's at 5,700, and you can go to clubs app. Um, for the uh, Simonstown um, lotto. So, and thanks to Jelly there for getting in contact with us uh, to let us know about that. But like, honestly, I just don't think, I don't understand how more people are not doing their club lottos because there's some fantastic, fantastic um, jackpots. And there's a couple of them, as you said, Winaldi, 10 weeks in a row now, 15,000, like, you know, it's just, it's phenomenal. And there's a lot of them creeping up to that 15,000 mark.
0: Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. There's some huge jackpots out there. And look at Mickey, I suppose, all, all joking aside, like it's been difficult enough for clubs to try and raise a few quid. You know, there's their traditional fundraisers and golf classics and everything that they try and do to raise a few bob is kind of gone. So the lotto for a lot of clubs remains the only source of income for a club. So like I, w- I would always kind of encourage um, people within a club to play it and even elsewhere, like the like stat one. Even if you're outside of Manalte and you're in another club in Meads, why wouldn't you just play it for two euro a week? It's, it's well worth it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, again, just before we move on, again, we want to thank our partners, Whose uh, uh, it's PR Coin, and Sons in um, Clonard. And um, Q Kangaroo. Uh, the Q Kangaroo app is, is the safe, convenient way to get tasty local food fast. Select uh, from menus in local cafes, restaurants, and more in your area, and prepay on the app so you can skip the queue when collecting or have it delivered to you. Uh, the app is available to use across Mead and has now gone live in Dunboyne and chocolate and And um, As we said, you can still get food in Navan and Drogheda and areas that are close to you just check out the app uh, get a special five euro discount when you spend 20 euro or more just use the code we are me at the checkout that's we are me the all one word and capital letters uh, love food hate cune Q, Q kangaroo is the app for you so download now on the app store on play store again we just want to push you all towards that and don't forget to use your free five euro by uh, using the code we are me the all one word in all capital letters. Davey, we'll move on now to Instagram Interactive. And with the weather the way it is at the moment, I'm guessing that, uh, you know, we won't have too many people uh, in contact with us this week. No,
0: it hasn't been as plentiful as it normally would, unfortunately, Mickey. But uh, one that's come in, and we've already spoken about this in length at the start of the podcast, is from Boardsmill GA. And they said, hashtag cycle for campaign ramps up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like You can see it ramping up all over social media, the amount of people getting involved. And, like, and we said it at the start of the, the podcast, delighted to see so many people getting involved. As I said, we supported every single fundraiser across the country uh, over the last year. and There was a lot of them going on. Now it's time to support one of our own and support the cycle for Emer.
0: Peter Duffy, uh, one of our own as well, and one of your own, Mickey, as well, out there in Simon Tengales. He said, Fox's Pints, all class.
1: Ah, he must have been in uh, getting his takeaway pints from Foxes on Flower Hill. Absolutely. Jimmy Fox pulls the best points in the town, so he does well. Look, now, the, the Round O and, and Foxes do the best points in the, in the town, and it's it's no coincidence that they're both the right side of the, the bridge.
0: Was that apple juice he was drinking? Surely he wouldn't be drinking uh, pints of alcohol, would
1: he, Peter? Uh, uh, Peter, no, I'd say he bought them for someone else because he's that type of guy.
0: Okay, yeah, 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 fair enough. Um, next one up is from Eddie Kirby. And like we said earlier in the podcast, Mickey, Mead getting worse punishment than Down with the league fixtures.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that earlier on. I, You know, like, it, it is a punishment for Down, but, like, Mead have to travel further for the game. Now, look, the pitch is lovely and everything in, in, in the athletic rounds. But Down would have more... Uh, uh they'd they, they they'd be more used to playing in the athletic rounds than than, than Mead would. So, you know, how much of a punishment was it?
0: Mead, me, to the best of what I've never been in the athletic rounds. so I don't, I can't remember the last time Mead played in the athletic rounds. So yeah, you're you're right, and um, they would play a lot of the Ulster games there, I'm sure down. So, it, yeah, it is at least look at it. it's not in Uri, but. I would rather it was in Yuri.
1: It'll be all the sweeter when we beat them in our well. <laughs> Absolutely. I would um, love it. I would love it. Uh, sorry, that one, that, that one is for Colin O'Brien. I would love it. <laughs> he's gone I, down in my estimation after I don't think that. he's still got it, but yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> leave it there.
0: Um Colin McAreevy just asked, Is it July yet? He's been asking that for a few weeks now.
1: Yeah. Um, look, he's probably he's probably delighted with the with the draw that Monaghan got in Ulster. Yeah. Um God, they couldn't have got an easier side. But like, um, which it'll be all the sweeter when they lose. Um, the <laughs> fact that they were that, that the fact that they were on the right side of the draw and didn't come through to an Ulster final, or if they do get through to an Ulster final, they'll get their hiney handed to them.
0: Tricky one for Cavan, isn't it, Mickey?
1: Very tricky one for Cavan. But look, at the at the end of the day if you look at all the big teams down through the years um, in, in the GAA that had a manager that was there for, for, for forever, you know, like it, it's very hard for a team that has been managed, the likes of your Sean Boylan's and your Mickey Harts, and, you know, you can go through a number of them. It's very hard for a team to transition into w- with a new management team in place and everything so quickly that they're, you know, they hit the ground running. Um, so probably the best time to get them haven't got a great record against Tyrone the last time they beat them was in 1983 in the Championship Um, so they beat them in a a McKenna Cup game there a few years ago Um, but that's about the height of it so yeah look it is a very very tricky one but they're they're Ulster Champions so they should be going in the height
0: Lush beautiful grass shouldn't be limited to GA pitches At Hoosk we have the perfect solution Silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna Auto Smart home compatible and if that isn't your cup of tea, Auto Mower from your phone. Auto also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact P.R. coin & Sons, your authorised Auto dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Um Brendan Byrne is next and he said the nicest mead jersey of the last 20 years, Homer away.
1: Oh, the one you're wearing at the minute now I love Davy. Um, and that is the Hurlem one, isn't it?
0: No, this is actually the football one. But yeah, the Hurlem one is nice. Um, yeah. do you know I was I was actually because I had the benefit when just when you're having to think about it the one we would have wore in 07 when we beat Tyrone in the All Ireland quarter final, um, it was the Minoli one, I think.
1: Was it that Medley Holmes? Was it, yeah. was it was it was it was a dark green? No, it was it was a lighter shade of green. Oh, okay.
0: Um mm. I'll get a picture for you. Um we would have wore it in 2008 again when we were we had a short enough year, but I think we had it for those couple of years, 2007, 2008 time. It was like the light green with just yellow along the shoulders and a couple little yellow stripes down. Not much, but um, I try to think what other ones we've had.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wasn't. I mean, I'm just looking at it here, and and, and uh, no, no, I can't have to say I wasn't a big fan of that one. And I, I should remember it because that was the day that we played in. Uh, uh, they were wearing that the time it was the double header between Calvin. And uh, Roscommon and Mead and, and Monaghan in the was it Meade and Monaghan I think it was in the league semi final in yeah. two thousand and seven, um, yeah no it's that big yellow stripe across the shoulders. Um, I'm looking at one there of Stephen Bray um, with the Tato Park. That one I liked. I,
0: d- I didn't like. That. Did uh, you that, not? To be honest,
1: um,
0: the Comer oh, Group weren't bad. That was twenty ten. Uh, that was obviously the famous 2010 Leinster final, the Comer Group one.
1: Yeah,
0: I'd have that over the Tato Park one now. To be honest with you, the one there was a key pack one, Mickey. It was it was the end of Sean Boylan's era, um, probably 2004 2005 time. Nice jersey. It had like it was light green, but it had some dark patches of green as well on it, um, sort of around the sides and that. Not a bad jersey.
1: Yes, yes, yes. No, I, I have that jersey upstairs, actually. I loved that jersey. Uh, yeah. Light green in the middle with the dark green going across the shoulder. Little uh, pinstripe yellow as well. And then it came down the sides and then the yellow was coming. Yeah, I, I really liked that one. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I did like that one, in fairness. I don't know. There's something, something about seeing Pack on a mid-Jersey that, you know, brings back a lot of nostalgia and brings back a lot of memories. So that could have an effect on it as well. True, that, true. The, the the one thing about the key pack logo was that it always fitted in because they always did it in yellow. So the yellow and green went well. Whereas mm. I suppose when you look at the Tato Park one, there's loads of different colors in that. And it, I suppose the jersey was lovely, but the logo probably just took away from the jersey. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good it. question, though. Good question.
0: Really was. Yeah. Um, next one is from Robert Perfield. He says, Any squad insights now the lads are back training?
1: Well, Davey, you have been doing a little bit of prying.
0: I have, Mickey, and I have some uh, really good news that uh, Mickey Newman, after his recent operation, is back involved in the Mead senior panel. Now, um, I don't know uh, how close or how far away he is from competitive action. I would suggest that he will do well to probably play any of the league. However, I think his, his recovery and his rehab is going well, so... Um, all going well if he continues to progress the way in which he's doing I think Mead supporters might just be able to see him playing championship football for Mead this year which would be incredible
1: Yeah did, I, I'd i say that this is kind of a little bit of give and take and that the injury was caused while playing football for Mead and whatever and, and probably so he's getting all the work done and it's a case of we're going to look after you yeah. and we're going to get you the best um, recovery uh, training that you can get and if it works out you're ready to come back in to play. I think, it's, I think it's brilliant because instead of just saying, go, go away and do your recovery and we'll have a look at you at some stage, they're saying, no, be a part of it. If you feel that you're ready to come back and play football, you know. So I, I think that's, that's a brilliant, brilliant scenario.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like it's gone well. Like we spoke to Mickey at the back end of last year. I think it was probably. Uh, September, October time when he made the decision and he was waiting on his operation at that stage and
1: yeah. he was fairly
0: resigned to the fact like but obviously the operation has gone well and he has that I suppose he has that Grawford and it must have been tough for him to have to watch last year from the outset and he was a big loss for us you know there was no doubt about it I thought you know the likes of Jordy Morris was excellent but I just thought if he had Mickey inside with him I just thought the two lads would have gelled brilliantly but anyway fingers crossed we see a bit of Mickey in, uh, in in the summer <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
1: <laughs> 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 That's one for the blooper oh, absolutely, well. brilliant, Timmy. absolutely brilliant Absolutely yeah. um, brilliant uh, I
0: have some other news as well um, And this is an interesting one Another man that was injured last year Ben Brennan um Suffered a bad injury Didn't play any football with me last year But has still been in and around the panel and um, the talk I, I'm led to believe is that Ben Brennan is training as a goalkeeper. Now, yep. and I know Andy has previous with uh, sort of outfield players being used as goalkeepers. I suppose Joe Sheridan was the first and then we had Barry Dardis as well. Um, very much, I suppose, experiments. But this would be the third, I suppose, big one in terms of an outfield player actually reverting back to goals. And now that Marcus Brennan has stepped aside, he's going to be the goalkeeper coach. It probably does free up a position. Andy Colgan is obviously still there. Um, but it seems to be that Ben Brennan is going to go in and try his hand at goals, which is an yeah. interesting one.
1: Look, um, last year's um, uh, all-star goalkeeper was Ray Galligan, who started off and played maybe six, seven, eight years at full forward for Cavan. And all of a sudden he's the best goalkeeper in Ireland last year you know so and in fairness he had an unbelievable year so y- you look at uh, David Gallagher from from um, Dunboyne outfield player as well there's been a long history of outfield players for their clubs playing in goals for me Mickey McQuillan played outfield I think as well for, um, for St. Pat's so you know um, I, I, I Paul wouldn't Michael have did as well, Paul yeah. McSullivan as well yeah that's the next one as well so I wouldn't have any problem with that at all um, you know, uh if he's if he's willing to go in and put his shoulder to the wheel and, 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 and get it done, absolutely, you know, and he's a big, big presence, huge kick as well.
0: Well that all well, that's the thing I was gonna talk about was his distribution and I suppose his long range free taking, which uh suppose we've seen a couple of years ago that the game against Throne was probably the highlight um in nav and like he has a great strike off the ground off his left boot. So I mean from that that perspective, yes, he he would definitely be a good fit. Obviously the whole thing will boil down to the goalkeeping and you know his shot stopping and handling and everything like that. I, I know you're saying he's a big presence, but he wouldn't be the biggest of guys. You know, he's probably about you know, maybe six foot, if even, 5'11", I would say. So that's that's the only thing that... But again, look at Marcus Brandon. you know, and it never really hindered him in any no. way, shape or form. So um, we'll see. We'll watch that one with interest. I think that could be a really um, interesting story to develop in the next couple of months.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll watch that. And of course, we'll, we'll know an awful lot more when the league starts. Um, next one is from Susan Farrell. And
0: uh, maybe just as a follow-up to the last question, but she said, who has the greater goalkeeping issues Mead or Arsenal?
1: <laughs> yeah, and um, it's probably coming from the, the, the blooper against Everton on Saturday. Um, yeah, uh, in fairness, I, I was, while it was a blooper. Um, there was a, the, the ball was clipped by the defender in front of him. It clipped his heel and it just, changed direction ever so slightly and then went through his legs, hit off the back of his ankle and went into the net. I would give him a little bit of um, leeway on that one. Um, I, I, I watched the game and they were they were saying it didn't clip, but there was no um, uh, touch by the defender. And it clearly did. I could see it definitely did and it changed direction. And yeah, but Davey is not so sympathetic. Oh, it's, it's nice
0: to hear you trying to back up an Arsenal player for a change on the podcast. No, <laughs> fair is fair.
1: Fair is fair. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like seeing somebody being...
0: Uh, I, still, I still think you, you should... still terrible. Keep right. out.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely
0: horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> all, all things considered. Ah, look, um, the, the mead goalkeeper thing has probably been an ongoing issue for the last number of years, really. And we talked about it a few weeks ago when we did the Exiles podcast, probably since Paddy um left the panel, oh. you know, and it, it hasn't really got wasn't... started.
1: And he wasn't without his flaws either, like you know what I no, mean. No, and like no,
0: and, I, like, no and, and the thing about it is, Mickey, you know yourself, no goalkeeper is, you know, every goalkeeper makes mistakes, and uh, more often than not, when they get pun, sorry, when they make a mistake, they get punished, you know, because yeah. they're playing in that position. But uh, yeah, look looking, look hopefully, I don't know about Arsenal, but hopefully from a Mead perspective, we can uh, we could see a big improvement in that field, and and you know that would be one of the major areas if we can we if we could fix that, I think that'll go a long way to fixing the overall um, grand scheme of things.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, really is that um, and get our free-taking sorted. I think they're the only things that we're missing at the moment um, is a consistent goalkeeper and a consistent free-taker.
0: That's it, Mickey. And like with Mickey back and who knows if Bre- Ben Brennan is number one and back on the field, sure, he'll be hitting the freeze or the long-range freeze off his left boot. So suddenly it doesn't all seem as, as bad as it was. I mean, suppose when you look back to last year, where we came up short, particularly, I know you can say what you want about the Dublin game, but even our free-taking in that game wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. It wasn't up to scratch. And I think you're right. When you play the top teams, you see it in Ulster football the whole time. It's the fine margins. It really, really is. And the likes of you, you said it with Gallagher, and we've seen Rory Beggin doing it for years for Monaghan as well. And the big moments, the big players come up and hit the big freeze, and more often than not, they get them. So yeah, look, hopefully that'll be something that'll be arrested as well.
1: Clucks to do an all-Ireland final, kicks the winning score against yeah. uh, Kerry, and you know it is it, it, it it's huge. The, and and as you said, small margins. You look at the small margins we lost in uh, uh, lost by in the league games last year, and had we you know been a bit sharper on the freeze, those games could have gone our way, could have swung our way.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And look, at will. I'm sure that's something that Andy is well aware of and the management team, and they'll be looking to. Um, to get it right ahead of the Me game and what Mickey about three
1: weeks time Yeah, they will indeed uh, any more uh, from Instagram Davy that's it nothing from PS Tapes no two weeks he's, in a row now I was just going to say two weeks in a row he's going to get sacked uh, so he is um, he's going to get a very strongly worded text message from me um, in the next day or two and um, find out what is going on with PS Tapes um, but uh, yeah we'll figure that out um, it would be nice to have something deep to finish the podcast with but that that's it we have nothing deep to finish the podcast with this week we are made why it matters more